Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. We are here with listener Leslie from Southern California with a great mother-daughter trip report from spring break. Her daughter, who is 17, went with her to Universal and Walt Disney World for a fun mother-daughter spring break trip. They stayed at Royal Pacific over at Universal and did both theme parks. They had Express Pass. We talk about some fun meals. How about Toothsome's? Some great meals over at City Walk and give a review of what it's like to stay at Royal Pacific. And then we hop over to Walt Disney World and talk about their stay at Beach Club Villas and times in the theme parks using Genie Plus, four parks in a day, and much more. This is a very heartwarming show because when your kids are teens, you just got to embrace those times you get to spend together. And that's what this trip was definitely all about. Don't forget today's show always brought to you by the magic for less travel. The agents over at the magic for less are standing by right now to help you plan a wonderful Disney adventure, whether it's the Walt Disney world, Disneyland, Disney cruise line, or adventures by Disney. They're going to take great care of you. And don't forget we're booking the be our guest podcast cruise six right now so that you can sail with Ricky, Pam, Scott, and myself, July 3rd, 2023, on the Disney Wish. Just drop by the magicforless.com, fill out that quote form for the Disney Cruise Line, mention the Be Our Guest Podcast Cruise, and we'll get you some numbers and availability today. So check them out over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click that really helps us out. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to our patrons who allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, please come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2086 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hopefully you had a nice weekend. Got to spend some time with friends and family, do a little Disney dreaming, and just have some fun. We need to get away. It's May. This is the time of year where... Hopefully you're having some nice weather because we had the April showers. Now's the time to enjoy the May flowers, or in my case, get get the lawnmower out and keep cutting the grass like every three and a half days. I mean, it's growing so fast here in the Midwest. You got to stay on top of this stuff or else your wife will tell you, hey, the neighbors are going to get on us if that grass gets any taller. So I am a mowing fool here in Missouri, and hopefully if you are cutting the grass this weekend or this week, it's Monday, right? <laughs> Take the show with you. We're very portable and uh, we can keep you company as you go back and forth, back and forth over the lawn. So today we're going to have a good time heading back to spring break. We have a fun mother daughter trip report to talk about. That's what we do here on Mondays. And we're heading out to a place that I have been dreaming about for the past couple of months. And I'll be there in about six weeks, Southern California. Leslie's joining us. Leslie, happy Monday. How you doing? I am great. How are you, Mike? Oh, I am doing great. So tell me, off the top of the show, how it's going to be awesome, right? When I get out to Southern California, because we're going to do a Dodgers game, Disneyland, hotel, the parks. Yep. 
Yeah, it sounds like you're doing it right too. Um, you know, taking having enough park days. Um, and I think that uh, even though it's going to be hot, you know, we do get hot here in July. It's going to be totally different than what you're used to at the World. I've I've gone to Disney World twice in the summer, and I came home to 103 here, and it was like cool. Oh, <laughs> it's God. totally different with that humidity. So. You're going to love it. And I can't wait to hear your trip report when you get back. Uh, I'll take it because like I said, the heat index 102 is we're recording right now here in St. Peter's, Missouri. And we've celebrated 4th of July at Epcot many, many years. And it is just, I mean, we, we can take it because it's the exact same temperature usually in Florida and Missouri in the summer. We have the high humidity here and I mean, it's miserable both places. So we're figuring if we're going to be miserable in St. Louis, may as well be miserable at Walt Disney World and have some fun, have some good meals, ride some rides. But uh, yeah, just excited to get out there. You know, my dad works for the Rams. So he goes back and forth out to LA all the time. And to me, it's like, myth, it's myth, you know, it's like a big myth. You know, he always talks about in and out. He gets in and out twice every trip um, when he goes out for the football games and he lands. He has a church he goes to out there on Saturday nights before the football games. But he talks about this, you know, traffic. He's like, you've, Mike, you've never seen traffic like until you've seen L.A. traffic. And I don't really want to see it, but I guess I will. Going yeah. to Chavez Ravine to a Dodgers game. But, I mean, it, I've looked at the Disneyland Hotel. Of course, I've, you know, I've done studies of it because I book it for guests and I've done all the trainings. But now that I actually am going to get to stay there and go, you know, walk down Main Street, USA at Disneyland where Walt was, you know, and see the firehouse. And uh, I'm, I, I just cannot wait. I'm beside myself. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're going to love it. I'm, I'm excited for you. I can't wait. I'm, I'm counting down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, but enough about me. Let's talk about you. All right. So we're going to talk about this mother-daughter trip. And I can relate because my kid's growing up way too fast. And you got to yeah. seize all these moments when you get an opportunity like this. But before we hop into the trip, give us a little background on your Disney uh, fandom. I mean, you're out there in Southern California where, you know, I, I would imagine it's kind of a part of the culture. But uh, how did this all get into your blood? Yeah, yeah. So... Um, yeah, I live a little more than 30 minutes away from Disneyland Park. So me, all my, my family and friends, we go to, most, most of us go several times a year. Um, we were pass holders for more than a decade until my daughter got older and got into activities. Our weekends weren't free anymore. Mm -hmm. So the pass didn't make sense, but we were pass holders for quite a while. Um, you know, maybe, maybe again someday, but not anymore. Um, but yeah, it's kind of the culture out here is... Um, People go to Disney all the time. I had some prom dinners at Disney before I went to prom because it was convenient. Um, so yeah, big Disney person. Um, I only have one one girl. Uh, she's 17. And I wanted to take her to Disney World once. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah I've heard that. <laughs> uh, around age nine. I thought that was the perfect age. She's not a Disney adult. Things are still magical, but she could ride. And when we went, when she was nine, it was a Thanksgiving trip for 10 days and we just loved it. We, uh, so we land in the camp. We love both Disneyland and Disney world. They're just different. Um, that's, that's it. Like we, when we go to Disney world, we soak up what we don't have here. So we live at Epcot. We love Hollywood studios. We love animal kingdom. Magic Kingdom tends to be like a half day park, which I know some people can't imagine <laughs> That's that. So funny. Yeah. That, I mean, we, I get where you're coming from, but that sounds so funny, you know, in a, in a different yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if uh, I have some Facebook friends online and I say that and they wince because they'll go, oh, we're going three days. I'm like, yeah, right. we, we might stop in. We might. <laughs> um, you know, not, nothing against that park. It's just that we, ha we, you know, that expression, you know, parents say, you know, I got food at the house. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, got, I got Disneyland at the house. Like, <laughs> oh, you're killing me. <laughs> That's pretty good. So, <laughs> I gotta give you a bell them. on that one. That's a good one. 
<laughs> so yeah, but we, we love both. And um, this trip, uh, do you want to know the, the background of why why we picked it? Well, let, let me ask you this. Well, first of all, let me just state that when we went to prom meals, like before prom and stuff, we went to Applebee's. You went to Disneyland. That is just, that's wrong. Okay. I just got to tell you that. that just, I heard that and I'm like, what? I'm living in the wrong part of the world. Like something is wrong with my life. We went to like a place called Casa Guiardo, this fancy Mexican place where my wife actually was a waitress later. Um, yeah, and you went to Disneyland. So I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about that right now, like how cool that is. So yeah, let me ask you one other thing though, before we hop into the trip. So in the kind of, in regards to the trip and that first trip, even back, you know, when she was nine, is it, is it that Walt Disney World gives you the opportunity to like, kind of like I am right now with Disneyland, like you get that, that months ahead of like the planning and the plotting and the, the anticipation. And then you get the actual travel that's tied into it. You know, you get the, cause I like the, you know, I like going to the airport and I like packing and I like the whole experience of seeing, you know, the, seeing the country from the air and then, you know, getting an MCO and all that kind of stuff. Like, is that part of it? Cause he as cool as Disneyland is with you being a local, you don't get that, that entire vacation experience. Yeah, you hit it. You hit it right on the head. Um, I mean, heck, just with this last park, uh, this last visit, we started planning it. I think October, November last year, and so her Christmas gifts, some of them circled around this trip. We got her the pressed penny book for the 50th anniversary. She's a pressed penny girl, so that was one of her presents. Was oh, for the trip in March, here's your Christmas gift. Um, and then, yeah, we, you know, locally, sometimes we stay at Disney, but it's usually, I mean, I think maybe twice in my whole life I've stayed down there for a trip because I, I could just drive there. It's so, so easy. Um, so being able to stay on property at Disney World in the Disney bubble and we fly in and she can see Spaceship Earth um, and point it out from the plane. Right. I mean, we don't get that. So it really is just two completely different experiences, even though it is Disney. It's it's very, very different. Yeah, it's, it's it, it, you know, that's what I love about about my trips. You know, I, people ask, you know, when you get to move to Florida, when you probably won't because my wife is super close to her family. And I, you know, I appreciate I, I could move in it. You know, I love my family, but they, you know, they could come see me if they wanted to see me like that. You know, they could hop an airplane and come see me if they wanted to, but she's never leaving her family. It's not happening. They live 20 minutes away, but I also, you know, I don't want to lose that anticipation of every trip. You know, I get to go quite often with the races, you know, a few times a year and then for vacation. So I go about every two, three months, but I still get excited every single time. You know, I still look forward to it and I'd be scared. I would lose that. I mean, it was a local for Disneyland. I mean, you probably get excited though, but just in a different way. It is different. Out. I mean, yeah. we, well, the thing is we, we still love it, but we don't anticipate it quite as much. Yeah. It's because it's, it's right there. So, you know, Hey, you want to go to Disney? When? Two weeks. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's still fun when we're there, but the buildup is not there. So you're totally right. Cool. Okay. So let's talk about this trip. So now that your daughter is 17, you guys went down this mother daughter trip. It's kind of a universal Walt Disney world combination trip. I'm sure she was part of the planning. You know, she's at that perfect age where she can, assist with everything she wants to make this trip and kind of make it part of her own. So how did you guys put it all together? Yeah. So, um, I was motivated by her age, the fact that, uh, this next school year is her senior year and I'm just kind of grabbing on to every last memory I can. <laughs> I know, but Mallory's starting her freshman year. I cannot believe she's going to be in high. We started this podcast when she was two months old and she's oh. going to be in high school. I know, and, she, and I know how it went with Paige. Like and you, you feel it, right? Your daughter was just a freshman, right? Like, 24 hours ago. And yeah. Boom. It's just, it's a blink of an eye. Oh. It's so fast. 
So I, I kind of had to beg my husband because he, he loves Disney World too, but um, we have a big trip coming up in a couple weeks and he had to save his vacation time. Um, whereas I work at a hospital, so I haven't taken much vacation in two years. I can imagine. Um, so I had it kind of banked and I just said, babe, please, can I, can I do this trip? It's on spring break. And, and he let me go without him. Um, and so, yeah, we, I talked with her and said, what do you want to do? We'd only done Universal one day um, in 2014 and we crammed both parks into one day. And so we wanted to kind of give it a shot now that she's older and she can ride everything. Um, so we did two days at Universal. Well, technically we landed Saturday and then we went in Sunday, Monday, and then left on Tuesday. So four days on property, two days, two days in the park. So you guys stayed at Royal Pacific. You stayed on site. You took advantage of having express pass because if you stay mm -hmm. at the premier hotels, you get the express pass, unlimited express pass included with your package, which is a kind of a huge perk there. Uh, but yeah. real quick, give us a review of Royal Pacific. I, I tell my guests that if they're looking at Universal, Royal Pacific is kind of the it, it's equivalent to a Polynesian at Walt Disney World. It's got that same feel to it. I mean, it doesn't have the history of the Polynesian to a Disney fan, but it has an awesome pool. It's got the tropical feel. It's got nice rooms. Or, or what was your thought? Yeah, we we really loved the the Royal Pacific. Um, we only picked it because it was it was the least expensive way to get those free passes. Um, and you can walk to the parks, or you can take the water taxi if you want to save your feet. But um, the staff just blew us away. They were they were fantastic. Um, the rooms were great. In fact, the, we only had one complaint and um, it's because we had a water view room. So we were looking at the pool and the pool is kind of a party zone. So there's always music going. So if you if you wanted to sleep in at all, you could not because there's party music outside your room. Um, but that was the only thing that we didn't like was the party music coming on at eight in the morning. <laughs> Yes, that but it got, was great. I recommend it 100%. That got me at Pop Century my last race weekend. Like, I had to go to bed, you know, because you got to get up at like 2.30, yeah. and like I had to go to bed, you know, at like 9. And I had, you yeah. know, I, I was stupid. I booked a preferred, well, I think it was because I booked late. It was the only thing left. I booked a preferred pool view, which I thought, yeah, I'm in the 60s facing the pool. How cool yeah. is this? And then, yeah, not really, because all I hear is kids screaming and having a good old time, and I'm trying to go to bed at 8.30 like I'm 95 years old, you know? So, yeah, yeah. yeah I've been one of those people in that hippy-dippy pool at 11 o'clock. <laughs> me too. Me too. It's called vacation, you know, because you're on a race, and it's like they just have you like a 95-year-old going to bed at 9 o'clock, or else you're going to be exhausted. Anyway, so well, tell us about Universal, though. What were some of the highlights of the uh, the theme parks? What Are you Harry Potter fans? you do that stuff, or how'd that go? Yeah, yeah, we um, we're not crazy Harry Potter fans, but we are. We um, when my daughter was younger, she read all the books, and uh, we love the Harry Potter lands. We think they're super immersive. Um, we hadn't ridden Hagrid's until this trip. We thought that was an exceptional ride. Nice. Absolutely loved it. Um, we got to ride Velocicoaster, which is you know newish. Um, that another one, very smooth. Because um, that's my thing. I'm I'm in my 40s, and so I do not like rough rides. I can't handle it. If Same. if it makes me feel like I went to the chiropractor, it is not right. for me. I know because Space Mountain's my favorite ride of all time, but it just doesn't love me anymore, and I'm having a hard time. I didn't even ride it the last trip because I just yeah. same thing. I didn't feel like you know looking like a cowboy that just got bucked off the bull. You know, I just yeah. I can't. So <laughs> yeah, we were. I didn't I didn't know what to expect really, but um, we loved it. We we and we got to ride everything else. Walk on. Those are the only two rides that you can't cut the line. Um, so yeah, we had a great time at Universal. Um, I mean, I, I think I still prefer Disney. We're kind of a Disney family at heart, but I don't regret our time there. It was very different than Disney World. Um, I did appreciate they have a lot of those Coke freestyle machines. Oh, and so no. 
usually we have water delivered to our room. We get groceries delivered, but um, with all the supply chain issues and such, it was looking like $30 to get a 12 pack of water, which really, yeah. So we just said, forget that we brought, we, we bought a bottle of water at the resort, um, paid like $5 for it. And then we just filled it up at the Coke freestyle machines the entire trip. So that was the way we did it this time, which was new, but uh, Universal encourages that. They w- they don't want people to be dehydrated. So the cast, or the staff there rather, uh, just told us, yeah, just go to the Coke Freestyle, hit water. You know? Okay. <laughs> so okay. That's a good tip. <laughs> if you've listened to the podcast for the length we've been doing this, I've always said when I become president, if I ever run, my platform, one of I have a few things. One of my biggest things on my platform is I'm going to outlaw Coke Freestyle machines. Now, that's a good use. Now, I like this because it's a good counterpoint. You got water out of these freestyle machines. Mm-hmm. But if you get behind a 12-year-old or an 8-year-old at a Coke freestyle machine, you're going to dehydrate before you ever get your chance to get in there because there's 5 million different combinations and an 8-year-old has to take tw- you know 20 minutes to get the perfect concoction. And then it never mm-hmm. works because they they're getting them more around Walt Disney World. They had them at Yacht Club this past time I was there. They had them at ESPN. Oh, my gosh, they're my worst nightmare. And I'm serious. They take for it. Beside the point, that's just my thing. But I'm glad it worked out for you. So let me ask you one, something else about that, though, too, is that why, first of all, did you write E.T.? That's the important question. Yes. Okay, that's good. You know, you get to pick your, your <laughs> ticket, and I picked E.T. because I love E.T., and that ride's amazing. It's it really is. fun. It is. If you go to Universal and you don't ride E.T., we can't be friends. Yeah, yeah. I love that ride. Okay, so dining while you were staying there do you have any good meals over there city walk or in the theme parks or at your hotel anything like that yeah we uh we had a lunch reservation at toothsome's uh food was great really enjoyed that um and then we had dinner at margaritaville just because we like jimmy buffett and it makes you feel like you're on vacation out the gate cheeseburger in paradise (laughs) food's fine but uh it's really about the atmosphere at margaritaville and then uh the next day we ate at Cowfish. Have you been there yet? I have not, but Ricky has. And she raves about this place all the time. I think there's one in Atlanta, too, that she's, she goes to. I think that's the place. But, yeah, everybody goes there raves about it. I have not been there. I went to the Italian place at City Walk and mm-hmm. really enjoyed that. But, yeah, you can go to Cowfish. So what did you think? Oh, we loved it. In fact, uh, it, it was the first uh, tinge of, of I know that my I, I that when I walked in and saw the view of City Walk, and then looked at the menu and my husband and I love sushi and they have sushi, but they also have burgers. If you don't like sushi, no big deal. You can have a burger and fries. And I went, Oh, he's going to hate that we came here without him. <laughs> Hence the name so, cowfish. Cowfish, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it really is a, a crowd pleaser. So you can take a group there and, and there's enough, there's something for everyone there. And they had great music on fantastic view, just unbeatable view. Let me ask you so, this. How much do you share of the trip? Like, see, when I go on a trip, obviously I have the podcast so I like to share with all of our listeners. But, I mean, my wife knows immediately everything I do on every trip. She knows every snack I have, every meal I have, every soda I have, every ride I go on because I post it all. So does your husband kind of keep track of every, like, uh, I mean, could you have kept that secret about cowfish? Or what? No, impossible? No. no, but much <laughs> like, we... We kind of knew going into it, like, this is probably the only trip I'm doing without him. And he was a good sport about it. And I did. I texted him pictures of everything good that we ate. And he says, oh, you know, like, my lunch is canned soup. That's what my wife does. She's, you know, I always forget, like, I'm at Walt Disney World, like, on a Thursday, you know, at 1130 in the morning. And, you know, I'm having, I'm, you know, having a, I don't know, ice cream, you know, and she's like, yeah, I'm on my lunch in the teacher's lounge. <laughs> having a bowl of soup. 
I'm like, oh my god, sorry, I forgot. You know, totally rubbing it in. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. I know. It's. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners have done the same thing. You don't even. You're down there. You lose track of what time it is, what day of the week it is. You think everybody's on vacation. They're not. Yeah, they're yeah. not, and they get mad. They're not. <laughs> They're good sports, though. So any other yeah. tips, though, for Universal, for folks that are maybe in your boat that have not been that many times, but uh, maybe something you learned? Um, let's see. I think, you know, we we, we love the, the Express Passes, but I would say really uh, look at when you're going because you don't need them. We could have we could have navigated the park without them. Um, as long, but we, we wanted them because we were going at spring break and we knew it was going to be busy. And so that's why we got them. But I don't want people thinking that you have to have them or you're not going to have a good time. Cause we, we, we met up with some friends that happened to be there cause our spring breaks coincided and we just rode some rides with them and we didn't use our, our cut the line pass because it wasn't that bad. 20, 30 minutes, totally fine. Right. So it's it's not a must do. They're kind of like an insurance policy against the crowds. You know, like if, if it gets bad, you have this, you go, you know, around yeah. it. And also, I mean, I mean, it, it's kind of nice staying at Royal Pacific, too. I mean, I'm not saying like I love Cabana Bay and that's a yeah. value resort. I mean, it's like Pop Century on steroids. It's totally mm-hmm. my aesthetic, that mid-century kind of look. And it's got a bowling alley in it and a lazy river mm-hmm. at the pool. It's fun. But, yeah, the Express Pass makes you feel like a rock star. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's like uh, you know, Wayne's World, you know, Garth and. That's what we were doing. We exactly. were doing the way <laughs> That's so, that's exactly Backstage the reference pass. we Backstage pass. <laughs> All right, let's head over to Walt Disney World. So, uh, first of all, how'd you guys make the transition? Did you guys just take an Uber? How'd you, how'd you get from one to the other? Um, so we had great experience in the past. Uh, during COVID, we went right after you went in uh, 2020. We were there uh, end of August that was in a, 2020. Is that not a crazy time, by the way? I mean, I, we were it talking was, about that this this past uh, past week and... I, like you'll never see that again. Like we left yeah. the, the Magic Kingdom closed to like seven o'clock in the evening, just light as anything, and we were like the last ones out of the park. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was insane. We actually, we we hadn't planned on going. I don't think anyone had. Um, but airfare was like ninety bucks round mm-hmm. trip from California. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then I think capacity, if memory serves, it was in the thirties, like thirty five percent, something like that. Um, and not having, I love the fast pass system, but not having to think about it was different. I said, Oh, I wouldn't mind trying that. So we did a COVID trip and it was, it was weird, but I had a great time. I had a great time. It was, I know for the one time in my life, like you did a whole land, like, you, you know, we, we went to adventure land and we do pirates. We did jungle cruise. We did the carpets. We did the tiki room. Then we moved on. We went to, it's almost like going back to like the fifties or something. It was, it was so bizarre because there was just yeah. nobody there, which you didn't have to worry about anything, but you know, and everybody's like, well, park closed at six, but I didn't get much done. I'm like, we got so much done. We were exhausted. Like we couldn't stay any longer. I was so tired because we never yeah. stopped. It was nobody there. Yeah. It was a yeah. Weird time. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we, we loved that trip and um, we tried the mirrors transportation because we, we trusted them because that's who ran wow. magical express, magical express. And it wasn't that bad rates wise. Like it would be 16, 20 bucks. And that includes tip. So we just had someone come pick us up at Royal Pacific and drop us off at a beach club. So, so did you guys get it? Like, was it a van? Is that what you guys had? Like um, yeah. They gave us an SUV. SUV. Okay. Cause I've seen yeah, all kinds but, of different vehicles floating yeah, around. Yeah. And you can, you can pick a sedan or you can get a, if you have, um, so we did one trip, we had six of us, so we needed a van, yep. but for this trip, it was just the two of us, but they sent an SUV, um, direct transportation, real easy. Um, and then we just checked our bags because um, we were too early. We we got there around 10 in the morning, so we couldn't check in yet. So we just left our bags with luggage services and then 
took a bus over to Disney Springs and got to Gideon's right when it opened. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about that. Hang tight though. So you were, sure. so you stayed at beach club villas, correct? Yes. Yes. So why how, so many resorts to choose from? Why'd you land there? Um, it's one of those ones. I think I just always wanted to stay at so many people just love it. And they're mm -hmm. purists. I've never heard anyone say they didn't like it. And, uh, we knew that we wanted to go to Epcot a lot. We're, you know, like I said earlier, we're, we're big Epcot people because we don't have that at, at, you know, here in California. We just, we just love everything about Epcot. And so knowing that we could walk there in 15 minutes or so. Um, and I didn't think we would be able to, to book it because um, it was, I mean, I, I think a lot of that revenge travel was going on. And so the availability was not great, but we were able to stay Tuesday through Friday, maybe because it was such a short window um, so yeah, we just got lucky having the availability and, and locked it in. And so again, this was uh, mid to late March and over spring break. So we're, so we have a little context for this. So I was kind of like trying to put this all together. Uh, okay. So what'd you think of beach club once you got there, the villas? Cause I was just at yacht club last week and I love those two resorts. I mean, just, the fact that you can walk to the studios, walk to Epcot, I mean, storm along Bay. And I mean, the problem is Beaches and cream is too close when you stay there. Like I, I have to eat there every time, multiple times. And but yeah. the in the last time I, when I was there last week, well, I was having I just had a burger and fries and, and had to have a shake. Sure. Four kitchen sinks were had while I was in there. Four, and I only I mean I was only in there for maybe 40, 45 minutes. I mean they were getting oh, wow. the lights were. I mean it was crazy. People were tearing those things up. But what were your thoughts on the resort as a whole? Yeah, we we loved it. Um, yeah, staff was great. Um, it had a great smell to it. Um, oh, yeah, it does. My wife says that. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to, to bottle that. I, I'm going to have to get one of those like scented candles yeah. that imitates the smell. <laughs> it was really nice. Uh, yeah, we, we enjoyed everything. We enjoyed the um, the marketplace there. They had great grab-and-go food. Um, yeah, just we really enjoyed the resort. I would I would definitely stay there again. What I, what I didn't know about was how cool the area was between all the resorts. Like, so you walk out and you can see Boardwalk. Mm -hmm. And there's these beaches. I, I'd never, you know, made an effort to look at the pictures that closely to see how cool it was to see the white sand beach. And even, you know, I post pictures on Facebook and people are like, did you go to the beach? I'm like, no, that's outside my, my resort. It's that's fake. another resort across the, the lake. It's fake. So, it was really neat. And oh my gosh, I, I thought of you um, when we walk, when we were walking, cause a lot of people were jogging around yes. <laughs> a lot yes. of runners. So there's so. so if you ever run that that loop between the boardwalk yacht and beach club and sometimes you can go down to this so I go down to the studios and back because there's a stretch behind uh, the the boardwalk villas to kind of just you know stretch out the miles but right at the beach club as you're passing under the the flying jib slide you know, there's a slide, there's a sign yes. there it says slow down I love that that sign cracks me up every morning when I'm running around you gotta be running you gotta be running the loop in the uh, I don't know coming from Epcot past beach and then towards yacht so you got to be going in that direction so you're going towards the swan and the dolphin and then yeah. the boardwalk then beach then yacht in that direction but there's a sign you will see that says slow down which cracks me up when you're running because when i'm running in florida i'm like i can't really slow down much more it's slow so down. hot yes it's a great it's a great runner runner so it's actually for the kids running to get on the slide but for runners it's just ironic yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a great place to run. And, uh, but I ran, I ran, I, I was a wimp last week. It was too hot. So I ran in the, I ran on the treadmill in the ship, ship shape, uh, spa. <laughs> I, was, I was weak. I should have got out there, but I did. Okay. So let's talk about the parks. Epcot, kind of your focus studios. 
Magic Kingdom, yeah. been there, done that. It's in your backyard. No big deal. I'm <laughs> just kidding. So what were some of the memories going in there? I mean, so Epcot is, I mean, it's, it's a unique beast, especially for you guys, huge Disney fans. So like, what do you focus on? Yeah, probably not Soren. I mean, you have that. Um, yeah, we, well, we, we hadn't done Remy yet, Ratatouille, you know, so uh, we did that. Um, Frozen, Test Track, Spaceship Earth, Living with the Land. Um, yeah, everything, oh, Nemo. Yes. Uh, everything we don't have here, we prioritize with. So we were able to do all those. So, so. out of those things, though, what, what impressed you the most? Like as far as like an attraction? Because, I mean, you have kind of similar things. Like you have with Test Track, you have Radiator Springs Racers, which I was like, oh, would you ride that in California? I, I, oh, I can't wait. Trust me, because I like yes. Test Track a lot. But, um, yeah. you know, what what stands out, like, when you go there, it's like, oh, man, I'm so glad I get to do this. Anything really big? Did you like Ratatouille? I mean, was that something that lived up to yes. your expectations? Yeah, it was cute. Um, I really liked a lot of the details. Um, not to be too spoilery if people hadn't ridden it, but when we were under the, the cart and you look left or right and the wheels are rolling with you. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's great detail. They didn't have to do that. I wouldn't, it would have been a great ride either way, but um, I was really impressed with the details of the ride. Um, and I love that it's just another family friendly ride that everyone can go on. Right. Um, so yeah, we, we really liked it. It was fun. Nice. So what about, um, I'm trying to think living with the land though. Do, do you like that purely for the fact that, I, to me, that's one of, I always joke that it's my favorite ride. It might really honestly be at Walt Disney world. Cause again, I'm getting old, but and it doesn't spin me. It doesn't make me sick. <laughs> it's a floating bench and I'm kind of cool yes. with that at this point in my life. But to me, I, like I wasn't around in 82 when, you know, I didn't travel as a kid. So we never got to go to Walt Disney World when Epcot was Epcot Center. And it was like in its prime. And it was, you know, the, the nostalgic time that I never got to experience. I would say that living with the land is kind of that and Spaceship Earth are kind of the holdouts of that era. And so I think that's why I enjoy it so much because it is edutainment. And there's not a whole lot of that going on anymore. Yeah. You know, that, that's something that makes me feel that it's, you know, that's Disney because we love that ride. Um, we come out learning. We got to see some cool things. We got off our feet for a few minutes. I, we never skip living with the land. Um, you know, we, and to that, to that note, like we also, we always do whatever scavenger hunt is going on. If it's Easter, we do the egg hunt. This time it was Spike's pollination trail. We did that. We've done the, the Remy hunt, uh, during the food, you know, food and wine festival, um, just because we like that edutainment. We love when when we are forced to stop and have a moment. Um, we really enjoy those attractions and those those offerings. So in the parks, you mentioned that you were using Genie Plus this time and you got some experience with that. Your 17-year-old daughter is really involved in all this trip too. So how did you use that to your advantage and did you learn anything that maybe you could pass along to the audience to help them when they, they have their first experience with Genie Plus? Um, yeah, I think for us personally, um, we used it to kind of air quotes guarantee because, you know, retractions sometimes break down. Yes. But if we had a priority for the day, like test track, that was my priority in Genie Plus. So I'd wake up, the clock would switch over to seven and I'd get test track. And I could turn to my teen and say, OK, we got test track at 1115. And then we went into the park and we did Ratatouille and then Frozen and then the Butterfly Garden and then went to went to Test Track. So, um, yeah, we just we prioritized. We wanted to make sure that our prioritize our priorities were met to the best that we could by using Genie Plus. 
Um, and I think other people have said this before, but just set the alarm in your phone every two hours so that you don't forget. Cause it's really easy to have a good time and just forget that you can make another reservation. Right. So just, we would set alarms for two to three minutes before we could make it. And then we just make, you know, just make sure we were maximizing our, our passes. That takes me back to the old paper fast pass days. Cause that's exactly, I, I remember doing that with my Nokia, like, uh, candy bar phone you know this is again yeah. old right i mean this is what i did but i remember because you got your paper fast pass and it would say right there printed on it it would say your next fast pass is available at 10 56 you know because it was yeah. like two or three hours after you know the first one or when you redeemed it or something but yeah it was you know same thing so i'd you know we'd collect them and i'd have that little alarm go off okay you gotta go chase down another one but that's a great tip so that you don't because you're pay especially now that you're paying for the system you may as well get the maximum value out of it, right? I mean, and I'm glad you kind of use it as an insurance policy, but later on, did you kind of just shop it and see, okay, well, we've got that now, like what's available in the next, you know, hour? Did you ever use it in that kind of a fashion or were you just looking for the big stuff down the line? Yeah, we, um, what I, what I really, I don't know if other people would like doing this, but this is what I enjoyed doing was when we knew we were going to park hop and we'd get there first thing in the morning when lines were low and I would be making reservations for the next park Okay. Um, and you can only do that for after two because of the current park right. hopping guidelines. But yeah, I'd be locking in, you know, the safari for 6 p.m. at Animal Kingdom. Um, and then I'd lock in, you know, what's it? Uh, the Navi River Journey for seven. Nice. And so I knew that when we got to Animal Kingdom, we had five Genie Pluses back to back to back. Um, nice. And then at eight, we left because it closed. But like the whole the whole time we were in Animal Kingdom, we didn't have to wait for anything. Yep, and that's that's exactly how we used to stack the paper fast passes because they never used to uh, enforce the return times. So you could just collect them all morning, not use them, take an afternoon break, and then come back in the evening, eat dinner, and just ride rides with no weights. It was yep, awesome. no weights. You can, so you can do that again. Okay, let me. One other thing I want to ask you too. You had a seventeen-year-old, and you're coming from the West Coast. Did she have any trouble getting up in the mornings? <laughs> Well, not I mean, because of uh, where we're located. She just needs a lot of sleep. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm my 14 year old. I mean, if I had a three hour time difference, I'd be like poking the bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My daughter, she's a, a track and field person, um, and she's almost six foot tall, so she needs a lot of R and R. Right. So uh, I don't need as much in my old age. So uh, she she needed the sleep. So that's one of the things. Even early in the trip was because I knew we had the the line cutter passes, I would just let her sleep till at least nine, which we normally wouldn't do on a vacation, but she needs it. Yeah. So, it, yeah. It, it, I mean, that's seriously, it, I know that's the whole thing is if you're not a parent, it, it's hard to understand, but I mean, you want to get everybody out the door and get there and be there at rope drop and all that stuff. But when, when they get to be like preteens and teens, if you force that, your kid's miserable and you're, they're going to make you 10 times more miserable. I promise you been there yes. yeah <laughs> and everybody around you too i mean everybody yes. within 50 feet will be miserable all right so now you mentioned to me before we start recording you guys did four parks in one day mm -hmm. heck of a feat yeah. so how did that go like what was the uh, give us the well, lowdown we hadn't we hadn't planned it necessarily what we had planned was um one of my priorities so her priority was to ride remy's ratatouille adventure my priority was to use the after park hours because we were staying at a, at a deluxe, which ah, isn't always nice. the case. Yep. And um, I have I have a girlfriend who had come in February and she said, oh, you have to. Mm. Um, well, mixed blessing, um, Magic Kingdom closed at 11. So our, our extra magic went to 1 a.m. So we started at Epcot around 7.45 in the morning 
and we were done with everything we wanted to do by noon because we got in before it opened and just toured efficiently with a few genie pluses. Um, and so we're like, well, let's just take the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios. And we went over there, got a snack, picked up a Star Wars popcorn bucket for my husband, rode a couple rides, and we're like, well, let's go see Pandora at night. Yeah. <laughs> so we ended up at Animal Kingdom. And just, we rode, you know, four or five things there, had a great, great little stint, got to see Pandora at night. Um, it was raining, so a lot of folks bounced out early because they didn't want to deal with it. Um, and we just closed that park down at eight. And then, um, let me see, I don't know how we got there. I think we took, oh, you know what? We took the bus to the Contemporary and had dinner at a Contempo Cafe. Nice call. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was a nice little break because we were trying to wait out Enchantment because we didn't want to try to come in during the show. Yes. That's so good we just because you'd have been swimming upstream right there. Yeah, good call. Yeah, so I told her, I said, let's just take our time. <laughs> and um, then we took the monorail over to Magic Kingdom and leisurely went in as people were leaving. And then we were there from about 9.30 until 1.30 in the morning. You guys made it that long. I mean, that is... That is Barely. A, that, I mean, that is a long... I mean, theme parks yes. wear you out in four parks in a day, especially from like at least eight in the morning till one in the morning. That is a long day. Yeah. I know was, my hubby, you know, oh. still on a uh, West Coast time. He he texts me. He's like, do you want to do you want to have a phone call? Catch up. And I said, yeah, but we're still at the park. And he said, still like it's bedtime <laughs> here. What are you doing? Yeah, no um, but yeah, we I mean, we my, my daughter clocked it on her phone and we hit over 16. I think she said 16.3 miles oh. that day. They should give you a medal for that. <laughs> She's a track star, though. So it's, you know, training. That's all that is. It's, it's really slow paced training. It's endurance training is what it is. So you mentioned that it was raining that day a little bit. How was the weather overall that you know, middle of March towards the end of March? For it was you? good. Um, it's it's warm. Um, the thing is, I, I realize um, in talking to a lot of people that, you know, people weather is very subjective. Um so like for us, if it's in the 80s, that's nice because <laughs> we're in California. Yes. But uh, so it was it was it was really nice though. we only had one day with with rain that um, shut things down, like the monorail temporarily, things like that. Every every other day was sunny. It was great. So it's good weather. That's spring breaks. My favorite weather. I know you guys did a show about spring break and how maybe the crowds are worth it because you just get some of the best weather of the year. So. Yeah, I think my best weather is like princess half marathon weekend. It's usually like the end of February. So maybe a month before that. Um, a little cooler. Yeah. The, it feels like it's getting hotter more like sooner every, like I said, it's all sudden it's way too hot here in Missouri, like way too soon. So who knows, but yeah, it's kind of a crapshoot sometimes. So I'm glad you guys had good weather. Um, one of the thing I want to ask you about too, because it's one of the things I'm curious about when I go to Disneyland is that I'm excited for it because you know, when we're, we're staying at the Disneyland hotel, We'll be able to just walk everywhere, you know, just walk to California Adventure, walk to Disneyland Park, walk back to the hotel. But one of the things I really enjoy at Walt Disney World is the transportation system. Like you mentioned, I love riding the monorails, the Skyliner, a friendship boat, you know, a, a resort launch, you know, what have you. That, that's kind of you know, even the buses I get a kick out of because I always strike up conversation with people and, and who knows where they're from, what their background is. It's kind of interesting. But again, I mean, I like the efficiency of not having to waste, you know, 20 minutes to get from point A to point B. That's going to be great. But is, is it for you, is, is the transportation something that's kind of fun because you don't have that at Disneyland? Yeah, yeah. Especially we, we love the Skyliner. Um, it's we just nothing but good things to say about the Skyliner. It's it's so fun to get that view. 
um, and get off your feet. And, and yeah, sometimes you're sharing one of the, the gondolas with people and you can just, Hey, where are you from? And yeah, I love talk that. to the kids. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's, it's one of the things that I really treasure is connecting with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, truly one of our favorite memories of the trip was not planned at all. We were on star tours, which we've ridden countless times. Um, cause we have it here and we've ridden it at, at world. And there was a family, I don't know where they were from, but they'd never been on before. And one of the kids was, are we really going into space? Yes. And I'm just grabbing my daughter's hand because I'm laughing, just like, this is the best moment. Yes. And and his grandma was, um, what do you think? I think we might, you know, but we'll be safe in this in this pod. Don't worry. And and I'm, the people are, are just the cherry on the Sunday. They right. really, really are. It, you know what? I've learned that more and more because I've worked from home since 2017 and I was a teacher forever before that, you know, so I'm obviously I'm a pretty social person. I love meeting people. I love talking to people. Um, you know, working from home is kind of the hardest thing for me is because I'm sitting here with just the dog like all day. So when I get to Walt Disney world and I get the opportunity to not only just interact with other people, but other people that, you know, like you said, you get in a gondola and somebody's from New York city or somebody's from Tulsa or somebody's from Washington state or somebody's from the UK or Australia, you know, you, you're probably never going to see this person again in five minutes, but you have that connection for five minutes and they're telling you a little bit about where they're from, you know, and like the most mundane thing that you tell them about your life is interesting to them. That's, I, I think that's one of the joys of Walt Disney. I think it's travel in general, but especially Walt Disney World is that at any moment, and you just mentioned it, you get to be a part of somebody else's kind of story. And just like you said, you know, you got to watch that little kid get so excited, even though you weren't a part of that. It melted your heart to get to see that. And I, you know, it kind of gets me too on my solo trips. When I see like a dad and a daughter, like walking down main street, I'm like, Oh, I'm here by myself. Where's my girl? You know, but yeah, that's one of the beauties of places like Disneyland, I'm sure. and, And Walt Disney world too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I know you're, you're up to your ears in advice, but, uh, definitely get your, my first visit pin. I will. Because will. you will you will be welcomed with open arms. <laughs> I will be crying, uh, I think. Uh, and I have, I'm an emotional guy. And just to be there, uh, it's going to be yeah. a little overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, I think I just, again, I, I'm so excited for you because it's just, um, it's not better or worse. It's just different. And um, you're going to have a great time. And But yeah, get that first visit pin so people can can welcome you and, and get to know you and your family in line. I think uh, you're going to have a great time. <laughs> I know it's gonna be so weird because I've been to Walt Disney World so many times. First time. Okay, real quick though, we haven't talked about meals at Walt Disney World. You kind of mentioned going over to Temple Cafe. Any other outstanding meals that you had during the world part of the trip? Because if we don't talk food, I get feedback all the time. Um, well, we did. Um, <laughs> when we went to Disney Springs, we finally got. We'd never been to Gideon's. Um, really enjoyed everything about it. The staff was great. They were out letting us know how long to expect. They were right right spot on with our estimate. Once we got in, we were treated very well. We had a great time and the cookies were great. Um, what else did we do? I don't know. We did T-Rex Cafe. That's a tradition for us. We always go to T-Rex and get a build a dinosaur. Okay. So I keep asking her, are you going to keep doing this like forever? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. Now, like, until it- <laughs> now that you said that, she, uh, she probably will for the rest of her life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, that's the thing until, until T-Rex goes away. If it, if it ever goes away, I hope it doesn't, but uh, she'll, she'll get one every time. Nice. Um, nice. We also, we do, uh, we did Yak and Yeti. We were a big fan of that restaurant in Animal Kingdom. Um, and we did sci-fi diner on our last day in Hollywood studios. Everybody's getting in there. I waited. I waited on my last trip two different times at the studios to try to get a walk up, like on the app. I just kept refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. 
only thing I could get was Brown Derby uh, Lounge, mm-hmm. like to, to pop up ever. And I find, I mean, consolation prize. I went and got my grilled buffalo chicken grilled cheese sandwich at ABC Commissary for dinner that night, which is awesome. Yeah. But yeah. man, I cannot get in that place for to save my life. I haven't been in there for a decade. Is this? Still, I mean, was it a good meal still? Please tell me it was. Got yeah, yeah. <laughs> we. So here's the thing. We've every trip we've gone on, we've always gotten in, but. <laughs> It's because we use the tricks. It's because we put it on the last day. Yes. See, I'm, I'm lazy. Like, I don't do it right in 60 days. I should. I, I no, just but it is. It's, it's tricky. It's tricky. I was uh, I was checking 60 days out, and I couldn't find anything ever. Um, and then I was online right when they went on, and I hit my last day and just hit lunch, and I had availability. So I should that's the it. only way I've gotten successful. I do this stuff for everybody else. I don't do it for myself. I was, like, I was sitting outside the restaurant thinking, I'm just by myself and I'm a nice guy. Like I could find a family of like four or five and we could all just be friends and I could just sit on the end of the table and like, I'll pay, I'll pay for the kids, you know, like, let's yes. go. It does want to get in there, watch some movie trailers and have a shake and a burger. Yeah. Come on. You know, but yeah, I never got in. So one of these days, it'll be, it'll be worth it. So, well, we're just about out of time. This has been, I mean, a great trip. And what, what's your daughter say once you got home now that you guys have been home a few, a few months at this point, I mean, special for a mom right i mean i i get it from the parents perspective but what's i mean i'm sure that she's talked about it and what have you heard from her because this is going to be just as special for her especially as time goes on um well you know i mean i hope i don't get too weepy but uh (laughs) it was funny after we got back i went to her first track meet after the trip and one of the other track parents called me over and said how was your trip i talked to your daughter she's and i asked her what her favorite thing was and she said, just spending time with mom. Oh, you won. You, that's exactly <laughs> right. You did it. <laughs> I, I was looking at this parent just trying not to weep. <laughs> yes. But that's really, I mean, I mean, I don't have to tell you, you know this. Uh, that's really where the magic is, is, is the time with your loved ones and with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So even if a ride's closed, it's fine. Like, just don't let it ruin your day. Because, um, we, you know, we, we had a great time. Um, the only thing I think I would do differently is I would slow down a little bit more um, because we didn't enjoy our resort nearly as much as we probably should have. <laughs> um, we had to cram in about an hour and a half in the pool on I the last say, day. I, hope, I, I didn't even ask, but I hope you went to storm along Bay, but you only went for a little bit. Ooh. Yeah, we actually, we got up in the morning and got to the pool when it opened and got to swim for an hour and a half before checkout. But we had to cram it in because we had to be out by 11. <laughs> you had to check that off the list. Like, oh, my gosh, we haven't done That's this yet. Check, check. <laughs> but it was the day before, and she said, what about the pool? And I went, well, I guess we could do it tomorrow. <laughs> so we had to cram it in. That's my only regret. We we should have slowed down. That's, so, a, that's uh, a good, that's a good, great piece of advice, though. Because and it's so hard when you're in the moment. Like, because there's... You're just, you're constantly being fed. I mean, you see it on the resort TV. They're like, you know, if you turn the TV on in your room, mm-hmm. it's like, do this, do this. This is the thing you got to do next is do, do this. you know, constantly, you know, eat here, ride this, you know, go experience that. And like you said, the joy is just in sitting. I mean, once you actually have the discipline to sit by the pool, have a, have a Coke zero, have a adult beverage or whatever, just yeah. hang out with your friends. It's awesome. But it's so hard because sometimes you get FOMO. Like, what am I missing out on? Yeah, I could be doing so much right now. Exactly. But like, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. So, takes a while. well, hey, I, this has been so much fun, and it's going to touch all the parents. And uh, yeah, it goes quick. I'm just telling you, when you have kids this age, which I do, you do, um, yeah. you got You just got to hang on to these moments, and these things become more special every day. So, Leslie, it's been a super special trip. I thank you so very much for coming on and sharing this with us. It's a great way to start the week, and uh, 
Can't wait to talk to you again sometime down the line after you take another trip down to Walt Disney World. And uh, we'll, I'll have to just compare notes with you when I get back in uh, July from Disneyland. See how I do. Okay. Yeah, can't wait to hear about your trip. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, and you have a great week. Okay, thanks, Mike. All right. Don't forget today's show brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Hey. We have been working on this all weekend, the Be Our Guest Podcast Cruise number six. I can't believe this is our sixth podcast cruise, but it is. We're sailing the Disney Wish to the Bahamas on July 3rd, 2023. Ricky, Pam, Scott, and myself are going to be on the ship. Now, that may or may not sway you to sail on this particular cruise. We hope it does. We're going to have a good time. We're going to record a live podcast on the show. We're going to have events on Castaway Key. We're going to run the 5K. You don't have to do that. Only the crazy people will. We're going to have events all around the ship. We're going to have pizza parties. We're going to, back at the back of the ship, we're going to have ice cream socials. We, we have a good time. We're going to do classes, tastings, mixology classes. I mean, you want to be in on this. We have a great time on these podcast cruises. So if you want to get some information on that, just go over to themagicforless.com. Fill out the quote form for the Disney Cruise Line. Just put Be Our Guest Podcast Cruise. That will come to me. I'll get you some information on that. And we'll take care of it right there. But also, if you're going to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Adventures by Disney, Disney Cruise Line, other cruises. We'll take care of you as well. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to our patrons who allow us to put this show out consistently all around the world, three to four times a week. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, come on over to patreon.com slash be our guest podcast give us a follow on the social media instagram and twitter at be our guest mike i'd love to talk to you this week on the socials subscribe to the show on facebook and youtube it's at be our guest podcast over there and join us this sunday night another live call-in show seven o'clock eastern six o'clock central we'll be taking your calls all things disney on youtube and facebook so join us sunday night all right that's it so we are going to get out of here and let you get on with your week Hopefully you don't have to cut the grass, like I said at the top of the show. That'd be terrible. You do that on the weekends. You got enough work to do this week. But hopefully we've uh, kept you company. Maybe you're taking the dog for a walk. Maybe you're just heading into work today. That's what I'm doing. So whatever you're doing, hope it's an awesome week for you. And thanks for taking us along. So for Leslie, out where I'm going to be in about six weeks, Southern California, I'm Mike here in Missouri. Stay safe, stay healthy, and have a great week. And we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.